Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the show. Part one of my interview with Tim Brando. We talked about LSU, their spot in the top 25. Well, actually at number six, way up in the top 25, their chances possibly for a national title. Then we got into the conversation about the state of college football and it facing a possible relevancy crisis outside of the South. We left it off with Tim Brando talking about that lack of parity across college football and how stale it's become. And we pick it up with Tim Brando talking about the scheduling differences from across the country and how it favors a couple of conferences over the others and how that might not be fair. We've got teams in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the Big 12 playing nine conference games, while the ACC and SEC get away with playing eight and then get away with playing arguably some of the worst non-conference competition ever, but it doesn't hurt Clemson and Alabama. You know, the public is not stupid. They figured this out. It's getting like the NBA when LeBron was playing in Cleveland. We all knew who was going to be in the Eastern Finals and who would be in the Western Finals. Call me when we get there. We don't need that in college football. That is not in the best interest of the game. Here we are. I'm talking to you tonight three days before live college football is going to be played. And if you turned on either my, my network during the day, FS1, or you turned on any one of the platforms on ESPN, I dare say you wouldn't hear very much about college football being discussed. They leave that for the niche networks like the SEC and the Big Ten, and tomorrow they're going to launch the ACC. It's almost as if all we want to hear about is NBA free agency, or is Ezekiel Elliott ever going to leave Cabo, or is that going to get his deal? Well, that, that's not in the best interest of the game. This is the least amount of national buzz that I've felt going into a college football season in the last decade. I mean, think about the, the, the years when the SEC had four different champions in a seven-year span, and we went from the BCS after that godforsaken rematch between LSU and Alabama when we went to four teams. Everybody thought, oh, my God, four teams, more access. We're going to have more teams. This is going to be the greatest thing. Might even be bigger than the Super Bowl. Certainly the ratings will be every bit as big as an NFL playoff game. None of that has happened. None of it's happened. The strength of schedules have gone down, and we're flatlining from a rating standpoint at the end of the year because densely populated areas like the Big Ten, where 34% of America's televisions are, are not involved. And no one west of the Red River is involved. We have got to go to eight teams. And it seems to me that the college football playoff committee, Seth, is asleep at the wheel on this. Their offices are right there in Dallas, and they don't know this is going on. I guess maybe they're just happy they got all that money from television. <laughs> 50, million, 50 million to every Big Ten team. A little bit less than that to every SEC team because of the networks that have their conference's name on them. Well, you know, we, we may be flourishing and making more money than we ever have, but the sport now is, I think, in more peril than it's ever been. You have players opting out of bowl games if they're not involved in the playoffs because they don't want to hurt themselves before going to the pros. This is awful. 
This is not good. And college football needs to address it and stop being such fat cats, cashing in all that cash and not worrying about viewership because viewership and attendance is being adversely affected. Tim Brando is obviously very passionate about this. I share your passion, Tim, and we're keeping it a little long here. It's so fascinating, but you're one of the perfect guys to ask about this because you spend the college football season traveling from coast to coast and north to south and seeing all the regions involved in college football. We're so consumed with it in my mind down here. We're so inside the bubble, right, that we see the passion, we see the tailgates yeah. of LSU, LSU-Alabama. That we Maybe we don't realize the, the lack of passion and the upper Midwest, like you mentioned, or the West Coast where – and look, I'm from originally the West Coast, and I go back and yeah. nobody – like you said, nobody's talking about college football, not even in the top 25 teams, Washington, Oregon, Washington State. Yeah, and by the way, don't get me wrong, Seth. I'm, I'm not um, taking shots at the people doing embrace debate shows on either Fox, either Skip Bayless's show or Stephen A. Smith's, all right? There are plenty of reasons why – uh, the, the, the executives at those networks have determined that that's that those guys are good for business. Okay, and, and uh, evidently they are, and that's wonderful. But it should be alarming to the people that govern college football that they can't get a sniff of airtime unless there's a promo being done for a specific game that's going to be televised on any one of those networks. Very little is being discussed, and that's 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 uh, that that should be alarming to people that are in the, the business of advancing and moving college football forward. Yes. Do I see the game from the prism of 30,000 feet looking down on it and saying, nationally, we need to take a look at this or that to make the product better? Absolutely, I do. Uh, and, and that's my job. And I've been in this business. I'm in now my fourth decade of calling college football. A lot of people are going to keep their mouths shut on this topic because they, they're afraid that they're going to get a call. I don't care. I, I only care about the game. I want the game to improve. I want the game to be better. I want more access for those involved. And you can't tell me that by going to eight uh, teams in this playoff, you wouldn't be doing that. Imagine the interest that you'd have with teams ranked somewhere between, say, 5th and 16th in the last month of the season if they were trying to buy – for positions five through eight. And, oh, by the way, don't tell me that the teams at the top wouldn't be concerned because they would want to hold on to their top four positions because they could host a playoff game in the opening round in their own stadiums with one playing eight, two playing seven, three playing six, and four playing five. All of that could happen. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, the people that are televising it, they know how much they, they, know how much they promise their advertisers. They know that they, they promised NFL playoff ratings, and it's not delivering at this stage. And anybody that's been looking at the not just just check out the lack of student body for a game at Tiger Stadium when it's not an SEC matchup, and tell me they're not getting hurt at the gate, that the next generation of fans are not as into it as the boomers and the Gen Xs have been. We've got, we've got to protect the game. Somebody, somewhere, outside of these five commissioners that are currently in charge of the game, have got to look at what's best for the totality of the sport, not just your own constituency. It's easy to sit in Birmingham and Chicago and count your money if you're in charge of the Big Ten or the SEC, or in Charlotte if you're in charge of, uh, or Greensboro if you're in charge of the ACC. But you know what? <laughs> Here's the issue. We've got, we've got problems from a national standpoint, and something's got to be done. So at some point, 
someone's got to say that's in a position of power, what must we do for the good of the game, not just the good of our conference? Tim, do you have any idea when that might happen? Because it seems inevitable in 18 playoff. Is that 2024, When I think, when this deal expires? Right, the contract is up at the conclusion of the 25 season. The negotiations for a new deal will be a couple of years in late. It's interesting to note that uh, the rights holder currently, ESPN, uh, every three years within the contract, and this is the beginning of the sixth year, has the right to take a look at the contract itself and meet with the people in uh, Dallas at the playoff office and with the commissioners of the leagues and say, you know what, we'd like to do this. We'd like to make certain tweaks. If I were, and they don't need my help, but if I were one of the suits up in Bristol, I'd be taking a long look at that right now and saying, you know what, we need at the very least to satisfy our advertisers, we need more inventory here than what we have. Uh, and adding a week, that's all you'd have to do is add one additional week of playoff games and allow for campuses, you know, on-campus facilities to have the opportunity to host a playoff game. It'd be the biggest thing to ever happen to the sport, both uh, in person and on television. And uh, there's a need for it. There really is. And um, if not, if it doesn't happen between now and then uh, and the rights come up, good for us, maybe we'll have a chance to get it down the road. But uh, if, I, if I were them, I, I certainly would be thinking about being proactive and making some changes before the contract is up. I would have a feeling that about 95% of our audience are with you, but like Tim Brando said, i got to get those fat cats in Chicago and, and in Alabama uh, on, <laughs> on, on board here, right? <laughs> and, in, and in Greensboro and in Chicago and all those, yeah. I mean, just for, for the good of somebody, look out for the good of the game, not just the good of your league. He's Tim Brando, national sports commentator for Fox Sports, play-by-play voice on Saturdays during college football season. you got to give him a follow on Twitter, at Tim Brando. He is very passionate about this topic and these topics right there on social media. Tim, it's always a pleasure to speak with you, and I hope we talk about it again. I know we will uh, very soon. Thanks so much. Happy to do it, Seth. Looking forward to the season. It's still the greatest sport and the greatest time of year. That was my conversation earlier today with Fox Sports national commentator, and play-by-play voice and face on Fox Sports National College Football broadcast every Saturday during college football season. He's at Tim Brando on Twitter. Always love chatting with him. And like I said during that interview and was chatting with Tim, I completely agree with him. I believe that college football is facing right now a relevancy crisis outside of SEC and parts of ACC and Big Ten country. I just do. I've seen it. Been coast-to-coast. Tim has been coast-to-coast a lot more than me, and he sees it. Sometimes when we're in the bubble here in the SEC, we all love college football. We're so enthralled by it. We're talking about it. We're passionate about it every day. Sometimes we don't see what's happening outside our own bubble. What's happening? And if this sport wants to continue to stay as relevant as it's been the last 10 to 15 years when it's kind of reached the peak of its popularity, right behind the NFL is the second most popular sport in the country, It's got to do things to fix it, and hopefully those changes are on the way. I'd love to know what you think about this. We're going to open up the phone lines for you now, 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. Text line is 870-870. I'm Seth Dunlap, and this is The Last Lap on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 